Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, here we are. Uh, it is the Sean Show. I'm Sean. Uh, this is my dumb little show. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. We have lots to talk about. Uh, the voting uh, has been underway for about, an, uh, about an, uh, two hours and seven minutes. So I'm going to leave the phone lines open if you uh, went out there and voted and uh, you noticed some hinky-winkiness. Let's be the eyes of Jackie Kaladin and uh, and you, you call me up and let me know if there are any issues. 210-599-5555. She just posted on Facebook. Did she? But they, in two hours, they've had... More than 23,000 votes. Really? Yes. So I think we're going to be surpassing that 150K that she was calling for. Right. If in the first two hours we've already had 23,291. Rock on, man. Jackie just shared that five minutes ago. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, kick some ass. Keep it up. As soon as I get done here at 11, I'm uh, going home and uh, the family unit, nah. I'm going to go down the street to a local middle school and cast our votes. But, of course, this isn't the most important story. And, Don Morgan, I haven't heard anything from you uh, or the KTSA newsroom about the big story of the day. Oh, what is it that you have? Whoopi Goldberg's quitting Twitter. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) It was just the way you said it. I could sense the frustration. Even though it was total bunk, I... Life is so bleak, and on top of it, Whoopi's leaving Twitter. Whoopi Goldberg's leaving Twitter. Oh my She's God. leaving. Yeah. I can't go on. She says, so it's been a little over a week since Elon Musk took over, and Twitter is a mess. Yeah. Whoopi, nobody cares if your fat ass is on Twitter or it isn't. There, I just had to say it for all of us. Nobody cares. Here's Vanessa. Vanessa, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Another day in paradise. What are you? What's going on with you? Uh, not much. <clears throat> Just wanted to share with you. We went out to vote this morning in Hill Country Village uh, here in San Antonio and found out that, for whatever reason, our polls were down there. The polls were down. Yep. So they sent us. They said we needed to go find another spot to vote. Kind of a city known for voting Republicans. Just kind of bothered us a little bit. That is a little weird. Down there. Um, and they've been down for about 45 minutes. Wow. But you found one uh, pretty close, right, to go to another one? Hollywood Park, yep. But it is a little strange that in a Republican stronghold, the polls will be down at that particular location. Right. I don't know, man. Well, thanks for doing your part, though. Yep. Hey, hey, I don't know if you've heard, but uh, Whoopi Goldberg's, she's leaving Twitter. She's leaving Twitter. Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg's not going to be on Twitter anymore. I know I didn't mean to ruin your day. <laughs> We're kind of thrilled about it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Vanessa. I appreciate it. Whoopi, nobody cares. Nobody cares if you're big, fat ass. And I, yeah, I'll fat shamer. Nobody cares if your big, fat ass is on Twitter or not. You haven't been relevant since Sister Act 2. Here's John. John, how you doing? Oh, I'm miserable. Uh, on top of that news about Whoopi, this <laughs> just into the newsroom. The Powerball results are going to have to be put on hold until they can uh, re-examine the. Uh, <laughs> right, because in uh, the modern world, it takes longer to do stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. According to Jean Corinne idiot, whatever idiota, whatever her name is. Go vote. <laughs> Thanks for the call, man. It may be years before we know the actual Powerball numbers. <laughs> uh, one more. Mary, Mary, quite contrary. How are you? Okay, Sean, and you're right about that. <laughs> anyway. Um, about so Whoopi's fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I voted in the early election when Trump ran, but uh, then they said that I did not vote. So today I went to vote, you know, and didn't do the early election, but uh, I went at 8 o'clock, uh, library here close to my house, my right before 10. It was pretty empty, hardly anybody there. Where I was this? Right in and right out. At uh, Marbach and 410, it's a library, I can't remember. Right, what right. Wow. But, uh, 
Yeah, it was pretty empty, and I was surprised. I I took a whole bunch of snacks, thinking I was going to be there all day. Right, right. <laughs> Nothing. Well, you know, each each so, location is going to be a little different. You know, I we're we're already hearing from uh, Jackie Caledon that we're we've had. Uh, oh, I got a sneeze. Did I get any on you? Sorry. Well, that's um, yeah, the Jackie Callan is saying we've already had like we've already had like twenty three thousand people in just the first two hours and twelve minutes. So that's that's a good sign. So well, well, I hope so. Yep, me too. All right, thanks for the call, Mary. Thanks for the call. Yeah, we're hearing twenty three thousand. I think. Yeah, just a little more than twenty three thousand. I totally just snorted on the air. I'm so snort, so sorry. I got some What's booger. Going on with I got. I'm all boogery all of a sudden. I don't you know why. Allergies or. Uh, it might be allergies. It might just be my brain leaking out through my ear. I don't know. But I'm all boogery. Nasty. Just wanted to share that with you. So nasty. Whoopi's big ass has left Twitter. I don't know how we're all going to go on. I don't know how we're going to just keep living this life. Well, you know, I always love when, when people do that, though. When they leave Twitter. When they announce they're leaving a social media platform. Like somehow it causes yeah. you an injury or leaves a, a right. vacuum in your life. Because most of the time I don't even notice. <laughs> We've talked before about I love the people. You're seeing a lot of this now in the political season who, you know, if you're voting for Greg Abbott, well, go ahead and unfriend me now. You know, like like that. You can go straight to hell. You can go straight to hell and just unfriend me now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can slide somebody cool into your slot. It's not affecting my tax bracket. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't support Whoopi Goldberg's fat ass leaving Twitter, well, you can unfriend me now. All right, click. Dave, doesn't change my lunch plans at all. <laughs> Can't say, you know, it's, it's planning on Jimmy John's. The only people are, whose lunch plans are ruined is when Whoopi shows up at, shows up at the restaurant they're at because then, you know, they may run out of uh, oh, come on. No. meatball subs. <laughs> You suck. What is it won't be shows up at the restaurant, especially if it's a buffet. Oh, you're screwed. Oh, God. No. They're called Moo Moo's for a reason. <laughs> no. Moo Oh, God. No, you've got him doing it now. Once oh, again, God. once again, Whoopi Goldberg, I know you're worried about this little election thing and the future of democracy, okay? But Whoopi has left Twitter. She'll never tweet again. <laughs> she is now uh, out there with Brendan Fraser eating her troubles away. Oh, anyway, 210 That was a bad joke. You're terrible. 210 You are a terrible little man. Yeah, but Brendan gets respect for gaining weight. <laughs> I don't leave Twitter. I'm sorry. I'm going to leave Twitter, too, because Whoopi left. I'm Jaden from City Council. I'm leaving Twitter, too. If Whoopi ain't there, I ain't going to be there. Vote Democrat. As many times as you can. Yeah. What's that? What's that, uh, Pharaoh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't know what you damn well. I don't know what you're saying at all. Did you vote multiple times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't believe Whoopi done left Twitter. Oh, man. Just left us all in the dust. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Oh, I know this one. Uh, news Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. <sighs> I played this new when it first came out. Yeah, you did. We have an ongoing thing, James Trevino, producer James Trevino and I, that uh, he tries to play songs for bumper music that I don't know. And when I guess one, he has to take me to lunch. In fact, he owes me a lunch already. Uh, but I, I can't think of who that was. Who was that? Is that Bush? Dinosaur Jr. Feel the Pain. Oh, oh I, now I remember it. Oh, one of my that sucks. favorite songs. Mm, it's a good tune. Uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555, Zachary, hang on. We're kind of leaving it open. Uh, if you went to vote and were two hours and 22 minutes into it, Jackie Callenden is saying, actually, the turnout is already looking really, really good. Doesn't mean you shouldn't go out. 
Get out there and vote. Got to do it. Uh, but I am leaving the lines open for anybody who had any issues. We had somebody call up already, and I think it was 410 and uh, for, the library at 410 and Marbach. Uh, their their uh, machines were down for about 45 minutes. But again, as Jackie says, and it's certainly true in my neighborhood, if, if the place that you want to go is not, the line's too long or the machines are down, you can go within a mile and find another place. I know in my neighborhood on the on the northwest side there, we have a middle school right down the street that we go to. But if that's messed up, we just go right down the street beyond that, past the HEB, and there's a library where you can vote. I, I, I'm going to talk to Zachary here in a second. Just got very briefly, what, what was that Trump thing last night? You know, I, I'm a big old fan. I voted for him twice. At least I think I voted for him the second time. And uh, ordinarily, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan, but the, the sanctimonious thing I wasn't a big fan of over the weekend. And then last night, he stumped for Republicans in Dayton. And, uh, you know, he's kind of alluding to a big old announcement he's going to make. Fox News during the Hannity show is cutting back and forth to him. My wife and I are going, dude, don't announce you're running. Don't do it tonight. And he spent most of his time talking about all the great stuff he did as president. And and then he says, not to detract from tomorrow's very important, even critical election, I would say in the strongest way it's a country-saving election, I'm going to be making a very big announcement on Tuesday, November 15th at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, and by the t- which I had to read about because by the time they got the Laura Ingram, they, they dumped the live cut-ins to Trump. What was he doing last night? What was the point of that? You know, yes, a major, majorly important election today. And, it, you know, just, man, just sit back. Just sit back for a little while. Just chill out. You know, hit the golf course. Don't get, just, I know he's done a great job stumping for some of these folks in these critical elections across the country. And I, I respect that. But yesterday, it was just, I did this, I did that, and I have an announcement I'm going to make. I have a major announcement about making a major announcement. And it's stuff like this, and I don't know where you are. I mean, obviously, if he was the only one on the ticket in 2024, I'd vote for him. But I think his moment is over uh, in that regard. I, I think he makes a great elder statesman. I think, you know, as far as a kingmaker, tapping people on the shoulder, that's a good thing for him. I don't know that I want to see him run again. Uh, Because a lot of that stuff last night, it just kind of, it was pointless. It was pointless other than for him to get a taste of the rock star life again. And uh, I, you know. Man, I, I, I don't care if he run. I, you know, I, I, th- I think he had a great moment in history where he basically recreated the template for what it means to be an American president and what you, you, you can accomplish even in just four years. Because how often do we hear that? Yeah. Well, I need another four years to do all the great stuff I want to do. You hear that all the time, don't you? Trump, to his credit, actually did a lot of that stuff in four years. And showed us the power and the influence and the capability of somebody who is not concerned with politics in any way, shape, or form. I'm never going to take away from that. He's one of the greatest presidents this country's ever had. But last night was freaking pointless. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get what was going on there. Here's Zachary. Zachary, how you doing? Man, how you doing today? Pretty good, man. What are you thinking? So I went to go vote at the Montgomery Elementary School on Montgomery Drive, right. and there was nobody there. I was able to go in, vote, and get out in like five minutes. Wow. Well, good. That's it's a, a, it's a let people know that's a good place to go then if you want to do it. Yeah, no fuss, the, no muss. Northeast, on the northeast side off of uh, like 35 and Walsham area. Right. I know, yeah. Elementary school. So no wait, nobody there. Just zip in and zip on out. Yes, sir. Well, excellent, man. Thanks for the heads up, man. I appreciate it. All right. 
And I'm not, I'm not worried about empty polling places because again we're already hearing good numbers from from Jackie Caledon about how, how this thing is going just in the at the very beginning. What I'm concerned I'm not concerned about empty polling places. I'm concerned about malfunctioning polling places. So yeah. that's what concerns me. They'll, they'll, you know you'll you'll see at times certain times a day like right now it's going to be is not as busy as it will be sure. sorry, during the lunch hour. Yeah. Or of course you know after four o'clock between four and the time the polls close right. it'll probably be extremely busy as well. I mean I'll probably I get home usually around eleven thirty. I'm thinking I might just wait. Until after the lunch hour. Yeah, head over around 2 or something. Yeah, like because otherwise it is going to be a bit of a wait. Yeah, that's the that's the that's one of the advantages we have of working this, <laughs> working this early in the day. One of the advantages yeah. of getting our lazy asses up right. in the middle of the night. Well, for me, 5.15 or whatever, which is middle of the night for me. It's like coffee break time for me. That's sleeping in for you, right. But is that your your day is my I'm, my my day is done at eleven a.m. So I can kind of pick and choose when I want to go to when I want to go vote. My wife is working out of home now, taking care of my mom. So maybe we'll wait till after the lunch hour. I think that's a good idea. Just chill till then, because once I vote, the rest of my day is just watching freaking TV and listening to KTSa. Honestly, and uh, well, you are very and I'll take a break and we'll come back and talk, Johnny. If you can hang on through the break. Um, you, you and I do have a bro crush on the man, and I have for years, so I don't mind saying this: that you have here at KTSa one of the finest political analysis analysts uh, working in the industry. That's Jack Riccardi, and he's going into the night, uh, which is what he does every time election time rolls around, and and he just he's the best there is at breaking this stuff down. Because the thing, and Don, you know this, and James, you know this, just having you know been a part. That on election night, there is so much information, especially for the midterms, mm-hmm. there is so much information coming at you at one time from many different directions. Right. That's fun. I, I can't do it. I mean, I, I there's a reason why I don't go into the night. It's like, trying to, it's like trying to jump on a carousel that's going really fast. Yeah. yeah. And, and Jack can break that stuff down yeah. expertly. It very succinctly and understandably, and uh, and that's one of his gifts. So, you know, you're very fortunate if you're new to KTSA to have him doing the coverage tonight. I think Dennis Foley's going to be hanging out as well. Uh, and uh, so Jack will be doing his regular show from 4 to 7. And then the polls close at 7, obviously, and that's when the fun begins. So stay tuned uh, to to KTSA throughout the day. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Celebrating 100 years of service. 55 KTSA. 55 KTSA. Yeah, man, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. We're an hour and two hours and 40 minutes into the uh, vote. Here in Bayer County. So leaving the phone lines open, uh, if you went out and voted, uh, looking mostly for if you had any issues, you know, like that kind of thing. Not hearing a lot thus far. In fact, Jackie Caledon is saying we've got, you know, pretty good, uh, about $25,000, I'll assume by, uh, assume by now, just in the first couple of hours. So that's a good outlook. It's a good thing, man. So keep on keeping on. Get out there and vote. Meanwhile, somebody tossed a white claw at Ted Cruz at these. <laughs> you know, you and I were so violent, us mega hat wearing insurrectionist, you know, domestic terrorist, racist, white supremacists, weirdos. You know, we're so violent, we're so dangerous. But as we pointed out on Where and Rhyme, I'm fairly certain it wasn't a Republican or a conservative who tossed a freaking hard. What was it? A hard spritzer. White Claw. I'm pretty certain it wasn't a conservative who chucked a White Claw. My hippie 21-year-old daughter drinks White Claws, okay? Who do you think she's voting for? Do you see Cruz's uh, tweet or comment? What did he say? I'm glad the guy had a noodle for an arm. A noodle for an arm. (laughs) Well, it it was heading towards his face, and that could have really screwed things up for him, but uh, he would have knocked it out. I think think his dude got the final swat, if you will. Don Morgan, aren't you kind of waiting for like the news guys to kind of try to spin this? Because we can't have any violence being perpetrated by, you know, liberal pukes towards conservatives. Mm-hmm. 
I'm Alex Stone. Today at the Houston's Parade, a big fan of Senator Cruz tried to offer him a White Claw. <laughs> Unfortunately, the young man used a little too much force, and the White Claw had to be rejected. You know what I mean? I'm Alex Stone. It's, it's not MAGA on MAGA crime. <laughs> MAGA on MAGA crime. Jeez. The suspect said later, I just wanted to give my bro a white claw, and I guess I used a little too much force. Donald Trump is still a Nazi. I'm Alex Stone. <laughs> okay. Uh, two ones are... <laughs> well, Had I mean... the man thrown a Lone Star, there would have been an all-out riot, as you don't waste <laughs> that crap in Texas. <laughs> I'm Alex Stone. I'm Alex Stone, and I'm drinking a White Claw even as we speak. <laughs> Donald Trump is Hitler. I'm Alex Stone. <laughs> <laughs> this was not an act of political violence. It was merely one bro trying to give another bro a White Claw. Come on, man. <laughs> It may take several years to know the results of tonight's elections. All right. The senator looked parched, and the suspect was just simply trying to help him out. That's right. He looked thirsty. <laughs> the suspect, who is a person who menstruates, <laughs> said, I bet, I bet my MAGA hat-wearing bro would like a white claw. <laughs> His name was David LaPape. <laughs> Having been released on bail after taking a Nerf Ooh. hammer to the skull of Nancy Pelosi's husband. I bet that guy's back in Canada already. I bet they've already deported his ass to Canada. Look, uh, you can drink all the Molson you want, uh, smoke all the reefer you want, be as naked as you want. We're sending your ass back to Canada. Don't talk to any reporters. Is that a dealio? Sure, eh? Do I have my hammer? Can I have my hammer back? Um, oh, to... you're not going to need it where you're going. <laughs> you won't need it there. They have plenty of hammers. <laughs> plenty of hammers. Uh, two in Canada, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty. Point being, you know, pl you know, plus the guy might not be all there, so you can sway him into thinking, well, you know, they are metric hammers. <laughs> <laughs> you, may, you may have difficulty. We've always been at war with East Canada. <laughs> Okay, dude, you'll like being back in Canada because with the metric system, you're, well, maybe a little bigger than you normally would think you, you are. It's, it's a metric system. And it's like the TV camera. It adds five pounds. I think you know what I mean. That's why Whoopi didn't move to Canada when Trump was elected. <laughs> She'd be even fatter. Once again, I know this is really bad. For, this is a sad moment for a lot of us, and we're concerned about the election. But once again, Whoopi's left Twitter. She's not going to be tweeting anymore. Oh, man. Going to be sucking down the meatball subs, but she's not going to be tweeting. 210-599-5555. The 2022 midterms. Coverage all day and into the night with Jack Riccardi. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, man. <laughs> News Talk 550 KTSA. Selection Day 2022. Get out there and vote. And vote all ours. Do your uh, bit to save this country, man. Uh, here's Ed. Ed, how you doing? I'm good. Happy election day. Happy election well, day, well, man. What? How have you voted? What What happened with you? So on the way, and uh, but if you're gonna take a week to count them, I think I got time. <laughs> uh, so wanted to comment on on Trump and this right. rally down in Florida, et cetera. What's gone through my mind is, you remember Terminator, the original one? Right. I see Trump as John Connor. He's already taught us how to fight. 
<laughs> That's interesting. We see DeSantis. We see Kerry Lake. We see a bunch of right of center folks said, hey, here's all of these blue collar workers that have been left, left alone by the Democrat Party. Right. Them in. We're going to see Hispanics in South Texas go red for the first time in 100 years. Yep. So my view is he's done a tremendous service to show the American right how to be John Connor. Yeah. I, I think you're right. And I, I you know, again, I, I'm not really all that concerned whether he runs again or not, but he has, he did set this movement in motion. And he did bring light to the swamp. And I, I think if that's his place in history, that's a great place to be. Uh, so, Absolutely. you know, I, there's a lot of up and comers, uh, DeSantis. Uh, uh, you know all these other folks, and and I and I I I think we need younger folks who had other lives prior to going into politics, who are not inherent, you know, uh, ba- who are not your your average political class or careerist politician. I think that's another uh, a standard that Trump put in motion that we really are better served by non politicians, by people who have actually been in the private sector. Uh, and, uh, and, and can, can treat elected office, uh, with a much more, uh, objective mind, honestly, rather than always thinking about what serves them politically. So, you know, absolutely. Private sector expects results. Right. In the private sector, you have to get results or you go away. And uh, and Trump accomplished with that mindset. Trump accomplished, and plus, also the idea of public service being just that—actual public service—and that you serve the public. The public, really, or the American people, are your employer. And Trump also reestablished that standard. And uh, uh, you know, I, I want to see more folks like that. I think we're getting them. Yeah, absolutely. The whole idea of American trade policy to be good for Americans. Right. Right. I agree, man. Ed, thank- to be good for, for to, to create the best environment for business on the planet. Right. I agree. I got to run, man. I, I appreciate the call. Just thank you for the call. We're getting low on time here. And, again, we're kind of taking your calls as far as if you voted, did you have a bad experience, uh, were the trouble spots. We're not really hearing a lot, which is good. And uh, our coverage is going to continue. Uh, Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins will be taking over at 11. i got one more hour with you. And then don't forget, again, tonight, Jack Riccardi show from 4 to 7. And then once uh, he wraps at 7 and the polls close, then Jack Riccardi will go into the night uh, with the KTSA newsroom, uh, bringing you the latest results as we find them, as we find out, as they're made available to us. So uh, keep it here on KTSA all dang day. I know you're going to be watching TV here and there, but just keep the volume up on KTSA and get the latest information uh, once the polls close uh, as quickly as we can bring it to you. And I'm planning on, uh, I think I'm going to take Don's advice and maybe go vote after the lunch hour uh, rather than than when I first get off. And then uh, I'm pretty much planting my ass in front of the TV with KTSA cranked up. Uh, until this thing is over tonight. So I'll be back in the morning. I may be a little peaked. <laughs> I may be a little weary. Because tomorrow the game is really afoot, because tomorrow we have to deal with uh, how this thing goes. And it is a bit surreal how we're hearing uh, pretty much everybody in the media. They obviously got their phone calls or their talking points from someone. They're all saying the same crap over and over again. Well, it could be days before we know the results. You may go to, uh, Trey was saying, the guy, the, the, the guy on the overnight on ABC was saying that, uh, you know, you may think, you may go to sleep tonight thinking Republicans won, but it's a red mirage. It's You may wake up tomorrow to a different reality. And it is strange how all of these folks in the media are all saying the same thing that uh, the following lockstep behind the president, in that we don't, we may not know for a while who won these things. Uh, your press secretary actually had the gall 
Do I have to break? To claim that uh, in the modern world, these things don't happen fast, which doesn't make any freaking sense whatsoever. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. And we're back uh, five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550, KTSA, Election Day 2022. The polls have now been open for about uh, so eight, eight or nine, three hours, if my math is correct. And uh, I'm kind of leaving it open on the phone lines uh, for your if you went out and voted this morning for your experiences. And in that, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for if you had any issues. I want to try to identify any problem spots we may have. But thus far, we haven't really heard from a lot of folks in that regard. We've heard from a couple of people who said the polling places they went were empty, which is not, un, it's not shocking for this time of day. We'll probably start picking up uh, around lunchtime. So let us know what your experience is. We've got to make it happen, man. Got to get out there and do it. Red wave, man. All ours. Got to do it. Latest update from Jackie, 34,183. You know, and we're only three hours into this. She was lowballing it then. She was saying 150 altogether is what she was prepared for or expecting. Right. And at this pace, you're going to you're going to you're going to go far beyond that mm-hmm. by well, the time we get to seven o'clock. Doesn't it support the theory that you guys had about people waiting to the yeah. day of to oh, vote? I think so. Yeah, a lot of people were. I think that I mean I did, but that's just because we had so much crap going on last week, and I'm lazy and I keep putting crap off. <laughs> But I think a lot of people chose not to do to get involved with early voting because of cynicism towards what may happen to your early vote. So I think a lot of folks were waiting till today, and it, uh, apparently that's true. So we'll uh, we'll keep our eyeballs and ears screwed up on this thing. And Jackie Caledon, uh, uh your elections official, is. Uh, uh, is updating us uh, on our Facebook page, and Don Morgan is watching that as we go through the day. How are you, people with a period, feeling today, huh? <laughs> I, I gotta throw this out because this is another thing that's kind of on the ballot today. I, I believe, uh, apart from the crap economy, apart from the open border, especially here in South Texas. But this woke crap, man, people are just sick of it. And Gretchen Whit- Whit- uh, Gretchen Whitmer uh, out of Michigan, who, as I've always said, she- she's kind of pretty in an evil sort of way. She's pretty in like a James Bond villainess, like like she's got you know knives that come out of her feet, out of her out of her out of her shoes. She just has that evil look about her. Like she'd kill you with an kill you with an ice pick if she had to. Uh, she did a final TikTok video, and I know a lot of people in Michigan are concerned also about the economy and 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 the like. But according to Whitmer, who's going up against Tudor Dixon, who is wonderful, just wonderful. Uh, Gretchen Whitmer's final uh, plea going into the election is for people with periods. Yes, she decided to focus on menstrual products. Uh, She says a bipartisan tax cut will help reduce the economic burden of the cost of menstrual products, especially for lower-income Michiganders. (laughs) Saving people with a period from paying taxes on up to $4,800 in spending over the course of their lifetime. If you have a period, you're a woman. My wife went off on this, actually, the other, day, the other day. It was hilarious. I wish I would have videotaped her. She was going, I don't know why, she was just going off on this on Saturday when we were running around doing errands. If, and she pretty much spoke my opinion. If, if you want to live as the opposite gender, that's fine. If you're a grown-ass adult, uh, I'm sick of the kids being dragged into this, but if you're a grown-ass adult and you want to live like the other gender, that's fine. You can get all the surgeries you want. You're still the you're still your original gender, though. As my wife said, if you can push a baby out that thing, you're a girl. <laughs> it's a direct quote. Well, almost. People with a period, do they not realize 
how freaking ridiculous they sound. Does that not sound ridiculous? People with a period. It's stupid. Yes. How about people with a semicolon, like me? <laughs> Sorry, that was really bad. Technically, I am a person with a semicolon. Yeah, there's two of us. You're a person with a semicolon, too. Yours is boldface, though. <laughs> Yours is in italics. Yeah. People with a period. People with a period are women. People with a period are women. Men, you know, we we uh, uh, got the uh, the full the we got the uh, four aces on the <laughs> on that luck of the draw. We don't have to have a period. Well, if you're a dude, why do you want one? Well, the fact is, if you're a dude, you can't have one. I don't care what you're wearing. I don't care what you look like. I don't care how you how you are identifying. If you're a mang, okay, you you pee standing up, and you don't get periods. If you're a womang, well, you get the period. You can give birth to babies, and that's just your reality. So this people with period stuff, it's it's just obnoxious, man. And you know what? And 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 for the folks who are standing with women, real biological women, when it comes to sports and stuff. You know, you look at the left in this country, the progressive left in this in this country that is they're they're just obsessed with this gender nonsense. And really, you know, when you when you get down to fighting for the rights of a dude over a biological woman, don't in any way shape or form refer to yourself as a feminist. Because I guess it really is a man's world, right? A dude can actually be a woman if he wants to be one. It's amazing. Here's Veronica. Hi, Veronica. Hi, Sean. <laughs> How are you? You know what? I'm okay. Um, I just wanted to call and report about my voting experience. Oh, morning. yeah. Um, I went bright and early. I think I was there just after 7, but I right. still waited about 45 minutes in line. And um, the one thing that was a little different was the machine that took the ballots was not working. So we had to put our ballots in the what they called the emergency bin. So they were just being collected underneath the place where we would have fed them in to be mm. How do you feel about so, that? Um, I, I wish that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would have felt better if I could have had my vote actually cast. Um, now I just have to hope that they run them all. And where was this, so. where was this location? It was at... Um, Hatchet Elementary in Northside Independent School District. Hmm. Well, I hope so. You know, that doesn't make me feel all that great. But, uh, <laughs> you know, yes, we're, we're having a lot of machines break down at various locations from what I'm hearing, and uh, uh, that's never a good sign. So right. if the machine doesn't read, this is the machine that reads your ballot at the end? Correct. And it wasn't working, so they just put your ballot in a bin? Yes. Okay. Well, uh, good luck. Good luck with that. It was uh, what, what elementary school was it again? Hatchet. Hatchet At- Elementary. Okay. Did you get that? Okay. Uh, thank you, Veronica, for the for the insight. We appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a good day. Uh, you too. Bye. And to another person with a period. Here's Linda. Linda, you're on News Talk 550 KTSa. What are you thinking? Well, Sean, I'm wondering what older women like me that don't have periods. What would they call us? Women that don't have periods? Yeah. Oh, you mean because you're older? Yeah. Older peer, older older women, older people who don't get periods. <laughs> I guess that's what my label's going to be for them, huh? Older people who don't get periods, right? <laughs> Thank you, Sean. I, I'm Thank glad you. I could clear Bye-bye. that up for you. Bye. <laughs> Boy, that stumped you for a moment, didn't it? Well, yeah, but then he just got to think like a Democrat. Yeah, right. Older people who don't get periods. Those who have met their quota. That's why they call them hysterectomies, because, oh. you know, dudes can get them, too. Um, <laughs> Period-lacking individuals? <laughs> Uterus-free beings? I don't know. Oh, man. <sighs> These are strange damn times. We're running out of it. words. That's the problem. Well, people. I mean, it's just you know, people with this. Just chick is the governor of a major state in America, and she says she feels totally cool saying people with a period. 
My God, man, you're you're you are a person with a period. Cause she's a woman. Well, we suspect. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five. Well, it's it, let's go to the people with a period line. Uh, here's uh, Teresa. Teresa, how you doing? I'm doing fine. I just wanted to tell you that it's people that used to have periods. Oh, people that used to have periods. Okay, that's a that's a much more succinct way of putting it. <laughs> Have a good day. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> I don't ever want to be a person with a period. I'm really glad I'm not a person with a period. So how does that make you feel? Oh, and Jim Clyburn uh, says it's if the Republicans win today, it's the end of the world, by the way. Just so you know, it's not. It's it's the end of the freaking world. It's all over. If uh, Republicans win, it's not only going to be like 1930s Germany all over again. But And he walked this back. He tried to walk it back. But according to Jim Clyburn, man, it's the it's the end of the damn world. If these Nazi-ass Republicans start winning, it's going to be the end of the damn world. You wait and see now. <sighs> Hyperbolic much? You know, so. Uh, Democrats continue to go nuts. Uh, continue in the media to report that, well, we probably won't know for 60 years. Uh, we, we may find out about the Powerball before we find out about the election. So I actually misconstrued this story. So we don't know who actually won. We don't actually know who won the Powerball at this point. We have the numbers, but as far as the winner, not yet. We don't so know. I could possibly have won. You could be sitting on a cool... Two billion right now. Cool. Two. I think I could make that stretch if I was frugal and cut down my trips to the Circle K. Two billion dollars. You know, and and stop asking what people would do with their two billion dollars. You know what I mean? I'm getting a little sick of the whole. Would you keep working? You know, if you got two billion dollars. Of course not. No, I would not keep working if I got two freaking billion dollars. I dig a pool in my backyard, sit by it, and write stupid poetry nobody's going to read for the rest of my life. Get my ass up at 5.15 in the morning. I might come in here and say to Greg, I'll tell you what, I'll do that morning show, but it's got to start at noon. <laughs> when Rama moving up to noon, okay, and then I'll keep doing it because I won the damn Powerball. Oh, I'll still wake up bright and early. At 2 a.m. Why? And plan on how I'm going to spend all my money that day. Well, oh, well, there you go. It's a plan. You're right. So to- I go to my wife and say, Georgia, I've noticed we don't have a Ferrari. <laughs> There's a dealership over by the Dominion. Can we take a ride over? We need more power stations. Right. So let's just buy a few right. for the Tesla. Exactly. So there you go. I'm Alex Stone. Yesterday at the Houston Pride Parade... It wasn't a bride. A parade. person with a period <laughs> threw a white claw at Senator Cruz. <laughs> Sorry. 210-599-5555. Oh. The 2022 midterms. Coverage all day and into the night with Jack Riccardi. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I know you think this election is important stuff, but Whoopi Goldberg's no longer on Twitter. And Chris Evans is the sexiest man alive, according to People Magazine. There, the big stories. Uh, we actually have full lines. I was asking folks, you know, asking folks if you went out and voted, how, how was your experience? Let's go down the line here. Here's Ron. Ron, how you doing? Doing good, Sean. Doing real good. How about yourself, sir? Not too bad, man. Not too bad. What, what's going on with you? Oh, gosh. Um, I don't even know where to start as usual. But just to backtrack a little bit about the schools that weren't um, – the schools that let out, those were public uh, public schools, correct? Well, what what, 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 what are, we, are we talking about? Houston? What? No, the schools that uh, – I understand schools gave up uh, – closed for election day, general election days in, in San Antonio. Is there any I, truth to that? I wasn't. I haven't heard anything about that. Me neither. Me no. neither. And okay. Well, uh, it's always good hearing you. And my little my little two dollars worth would be um, about that current topic you just brought up a little while. I would just call it something like, um, um, what is that? Uh, 
But, you were talking about the uh, people with periods. <laughs> right, right, uh, right. Oh my gosh! Yes, it it just it was mind blowing, and I had come up with the perfect. Now I'm trying to remember real quick here. It wasn't uh, menopause. It was people of pause. Yeah, let's just go with people of pause. <laughs> people of pause. There you go. Yes. <laughs> All right, man. I got to. I got. I got to run, man. It's got a lot of people trying to get through. Here's Brian. Brian, how you doing? Brian. Hey. How hey. You doing, hey, buddy. What's going on, man? Oh, same old, same old, buddy. You know, I was talking to some friends of mine that went to several different polling places this morning, and they had broken machines at several places on the north side. I'm going to the south side here in a minute, and I'll call you later today and let you know how that went. Yeah, let me know. I'm starting to hear this more and more that some of the machines are busted, and so they're just putting the votes into a bin. Yeah, it was a like a Rubbermaid tub almost, it seemed like. Huh. Well, that ain't cool if that's going on at a, at a significant amount of places. Oh, and also for the lady that called earlier, it's according to the Democrats, I think it'd be menstrually challenged, wouldn't it? Menstrually challenged. There you go. All right, man. Thank you. God. Because I brought up Gretchen Whitmer. We're going to have menstruation jokes for the rest of the show. Here's Ed. Ed, how you doing? Hey, Sean. Uh, I'm menstrually challenged as well. I'm okay. a retired Army guy, but I still work at a little hospital right up the street from you. Right. And uh, I had a problem in Santa Clara, Texas, which is a little bit away from where you are at right now, with the voting machine. I went in there. The people were super friendly, and it got to the point where it said, touch your selection. And I kept asking where selection was and what she looked like. I never touched selection while I was there. I hope you have a good day, sir. Behave. Okay, man. Thank you. Let's go to uh, John. John, how you doing? Doing good. I think we're looking at the Gretchen Whitmer thing a little bit. Incorrectly, uh, persons with periods. If, if we adopted that, then men dressing up as women would. Not, if they have person with period supports, then there'd be no cross. Well, if, if a dude, oh, I can't believe we're going. <laughs> this is taking on such a life. If if, uh, if if you're a dude living as a woman, you're still a person who doesn't get a period. Right. So they would not be able to participate in persons with period sports. Uh, there you go. All right, man. Thank you for the call. Here's Janice. Janice, how you doing? Just fine. Uh, Sean, I have a question or a comment about the man asking about schools being closed because of voting. Right. Check the Northside Independent School District site. I was told by a former teacher, her daughter is also a teacher in that district, they went to school on Columbus Day so they could be closed today because they didn't want all the crush of people there with students in Hmm. the schoolroom. They thought it wasn't safe. I will check it out then. We'll get get a verification on that. All right, thank you. 210-599-5555. One more. Here's Casey. Casey, how you doing? I'm doing good. Um, I wanted to tell you about an experience my dad had while early voting um, yeah. over here off Inner Park. Not not too long of a line, super quick, but then for some reason his ballot, I guess, caused a paper jam. So they had to wait about 20 minutes to unjam his his vote to make it count. Wow. And he held up the line, and I thought that was interesting. Didn't think that that really happened, and I kind of thought it was a little suspicious. Hopefully it's nothing more than just a paper jam, but... So yeah, I'm just I'm and I appreciate the call. Yeah, I'm just hearing more and more that uh, people are claiming that in certain places, and I'm hearing more and more on the north side that uh, the machines are breaking down and they're just putting the ballots in bins, which uh, you know is is not cool. <laughs> so we'll kind of keep following that for the next thirty minutes while I'm on the air. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Celebrating 100 years of service. 55 And we're back. New Stock 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. We're, we're kind of monitoring a situation that we're seeing more and more of. And apparently not just here. Uh, we have uh, tabulator issues at different locations. In other words, people are going to vote, and the tabulator machine, the machine at the very end that accepts your ballots, are in some places not working, and so they're asking you to put your ballot in a bin with a bunch of other ballots to be cho- to be counted later. 
Uh, a friend of mine uh, just sent me a text from Dr. Kelly Ward out of Maricopa County, Arizona. And that apparently they're having some of the same issues. Do not drop your ballot bo- ballot in a box if you want it counted today. If your location is having tabulator issues, go to another polling place. Um, wow. You know, I I would. That's something I would recommend if you're if you're uh, if you're go, if you're the location you because again, as our own Jackie Caledon points out, if uh, you go to a location and either the line's too long or there's something wrong with the tabulator, uh, you can go to another location that's going to be fairly close. Like I said, in my neighborhood, uh, we have a middle school down the road where we can go, where we normally go in our in our neighborhood, actually. But if the line's too long, or if there's something hinky there, we can, there's a library just to, you know about a quarter of a mile down the road from that that we can go to. So uh, I don't know if I'm, you know, it, it, first off, I think we are going to wait till after lunch because it's gonna, that's probably one of the busier times of the day is lunchtime, and I don't feel like standing in a line if I don't have to. Uh, but, uh, you know, again, I would suggest that if you're, if there's tabulator issues at the location you've gone to, maybe try to find, find another location. Cause I don't know about you, but I wouldn't feel all that secure putting my ballot in a bin with a bunch of others, especially if I know that oddly it seems to be going on in different places, uh, different States. Here's Pat. Pat, how are you? I'm fine. Um, I'm reading it in the newspaper. Seven school districts shut today, so polls Okay. Northeast, East Central, South Sand, Northside, Justin, South Justin, right. okay. Southwest, and Harlandale. So, I, so did you go vote? Did you have any? Well, that's fine. Did you go vote? Did you have any issues or? Uh, well, I had to vote by mail because I had knee surgery and I couldn't mm. get there. Okay. So um, I voted early. But um, anyway, so a whole bunch of them are closed. That's fine. And some of them say they have staff there, but the kids are not there. Right. That's fine. Uh, yeah. But anyway, that that surprised me when I read that. Yep. All right. Well, I appreciate the call. Yeah, I, I'm kind of more concerned about this tabulator issue we're seeing. Uh, Tom, how are you? I'm doing well, Sean. Happy uh, Election Day. Yeah, happy Election Day, man. What's going on with you? Well, I, I have kind of a question, so I've, I've become one of the old guys now, evidently. I recall <laughs> back in the old days, I, I lived uh, close to where you live, I, over there by Holmes High School, mm-hmm. and I distinctly remember my parents in 1968 having to go to John Marshall High School to vote really? on Election Day. Oh, yeah, all the way out there, which is what, you know, 10, 12 miles? Right, right. So, <clears throat> so... I, I'm I'm questioning though, what what is this voting where we we have people that are not able to vote because it's too far away from their homes? Oh, I don't know. That's a bunch. Of, you mean like it's a burden to have to go to the polling place because it's too far away? Precisely. No, yes. that's a bunch of crap. <laughs> well, that's, that's what, I'm to what what is what is your idea of how far is too far? I don't know. It depends on how much it's how much how important it is to you. But as we know today. There are more polling places. So, as I just explained, in my neighborhood, there are several that I could choose from. So this idea that it's somehow a burden for folks to have to, you know, go someplace I guess they feel is too far is is a load of crap. It's just trying to keep people from voting. Well, in not too distant past, we weren't allowed to vote unless we were in our precinct. Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Something ain't right. Something ain't right. I, I, like I said, I, I don't know. But, I, again, I, I appreciate the call. What, what I'm more concerned with is, is the tabulator issues that we're hearing about. Again, specifically since I started hearing that uh, apparently uh, this is an issue that's going on in other states uh, simultaneously. Now, we, we only know about, and, again, I, I don't have any proof of any of this. I just got an email from somebody. That uh, uh, there were some issues in, Mar- in in Arizona, some of the same issues that we're having here. Point being is that if we continue to see issues across the country, 
that are similar. Again, if you're seeing uh, more and more uh, the same problem uh, with tabulators and people being asked to put their ballots in bins, I think that's an issue. I think that's a, a major concern because why would that be going on in multiple states and multiple districts and multiple locations across the country? I don't know yet. had not happened yet. I just thought it was odd that people were calling me up saying this was going on here, and mostly I've heard from folks on the north, northwest side, which is the northwest side is where I live, and uh, and and uh, somebody uh, sending me a, a tweet from an elections official uh, out in Arizona. So if you have experienced this, uh, I've only got 15 minutes left for my gig, but if you've experienced this, that you went to vote, and uh, when you got there, there were tabulator tabulator problems, which is kind of the end of the process. And if you're being asked to put your uh, ballot in a bin, uh, just for the short time that I have left, I'd like to kind of track that. If this is something that uh, that uh, uh, more and more people are experiencing, so two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. 2022 midterms coverage all day and into the night with Jack Riccardi News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 and we're back News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071 and tracking how the votes going so far uh, some folks were seeing tabulator problems where they're being asked to put their ballots into a bin And uh, somebody had sent me a message uh, that they thought something of the same nature was happening uh, in some districts in Arizona. Another person told me they said they might be hearing stuff in New Jersey. So I don't know. I can't prove any of this stuff or vet any of this stuff. It's just stuff I'm hearing as we're doing the gig. But what have you experienced? There's Janet. Janet, how you doing? Doing great. Uh, you see Greg Bowden at Hamilton Health Institute. Well, I, what's that? You just broke up on me. What was that again? Uh, everything's working fine at the health career high school on Hamilton Wolf. Okay, so you had no issues there. None, none at all. Was in and out of there in four minutes. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Well, thank you for the call. Let's go to Adam. Adam, how you doing? I am a uh, flesh, Sean. You know, I, I voted early, but I'm afraid that the Democrats are going to uh, try something. They're not going to take uh, not being in power, and even if. Uh, a Republican eventually gets elected, they're going to riot and they're not going to accept it. You know, uh, I'm just uh, very uh, leery. They're going to try to pull something, Sean. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we're going to be watching this stuff very closely. So oh, I, I hope, I, I'm a little worried too, but I hope we're both wrong. We'll see. Yeah, uh, we'll uh, see. We'll see. Yep. All right. Thank you for the call there, uh, Adam. Let's go to Jacob. Jacob, how you doing? How are you doing, Jacob? I mean, how are you doing, Sean? You, Jacob? <laughs> Me, Jacob, you Tarzan. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sorry <laughs> how are you yeah. doing, man? I hear that we got a lot of uh, tabulator issues going on and uh, ballots being put into a bin. So if we got Abbott is going to be the winner. And any Republican candidate, it's safe to say that there's election fraud going on. Well, I the bin thing kind of worries me. And it didn't at first. Until I started hearing about it in, in multiple locations, uh, especially in other states. Uh, so, uh, so safe to say, whichever candidate does win, there was election fraud going on. What's that? So safe to say, if a Republican candidate does come out the winner, there's election election fraud going on. Well, if if if, if the, my issue is that the same problem is going on in different states simultaneously that's a big old red flag to me uh so i i you know you're right in the sense that both would have the the cause to say call, you know call for election election fraud but i appreciate the call but uh uh this concerns me here's steve steve how you doing sean north and northwest san antonio is historically red uh south southeast and east historically blue so we have we have problems here this is this is not good yeah cuz where we're hearing about this tabulator issue is predominantly on the north and northwest side where you know yeah that is disturbing you, know, you, would, you would think after 2020 
if they really, really want us to believe the results, they would have all their ducks lined in a row and everything double-checked and triple-checked. We can't have issues. We don't want deniers. And everybody would be on top of their game. And here we go. Mm. We're not even a few hours into this thing. And, oh, just put your ballot in this box over here. We'll take care of it from there. Now, if I experience that when we go, I'm going someplace else. <laughs> that, that, that is that is questionable. It's already questionable. Yeah, I, I agree, man. Some, yeah, something seems weird here. I appreciate the call there, uh, Steve, as usual. Here's Joey. Joey, how you doing? Hey, uh, Sean, as a gay male in San Antonio, I went straight this morning. Straight red. <laughs> That's great, man. Thank you. Joey. It's Joey, you rock, man. Did you have any issues where you voted? I did not have any issues. I think they were having an issue uh, yeah, a couple of uh, ways down from me, but for the most part, everybody was moving. Everybody was happy. It was peaceful. Uh, no problems whatsoever. Good. So, uh, for me. For you. So I, I, was glad. I went in there and casted my vote. Hey, I just want to let you know that you have a group of gay conservatives that listen to you and support you. And uh, great. That there. makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're out there. That's great. Thank you so much, man. Because I, I do. I love gay people. Mm-hmm. They're interesting people. No, man. My best man <laughs> at my wedding. Come on, who throws a better party than gay people? Well, it, nobody. No. And and gay conservatives are even more interesting. And I think a lot of that community is is really getting, uh, in a sense, the, the raw end of the deal with a lot of this trans stuff. They fight, which in, isn't even a isn't even necessarily a gay issue. They fight inflation too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cer- certainly they do. They got to buy a loaf of bread and 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 go to the gas pump too. Uh, two ones. So for my uh, for the folks out there who are gay conservatives who listen to this show every day, thank you. I think it's very very cool. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We're getting down to it. Um, now we're seeing. Let's see. We got some statements from a couple of hours ago from Nuremberg and Joaquin Castro. Uh, let's see. Uh, Nuremberg. Every single one of us knows somebody knows two people, some five or ten people. Your job today is to find them the future of this state, the future of this country, the future of our democracy. It's worth fighting for. Like you give a crap about democracy. Your party has worked against democracy since Biden got in got into office. Dude. Uh, 210-599-5555, and uh, uh, I guess uh, Joaquin said about the same thing. Beto was out there, too, but who cares? <laughs> Did you talk to the Castros at the high school reunion? They were, in, you know what, in f- full disclosure, they were there. Uh, my wife went to high school with both of them, has known them her whole life, and uh, uh, I think it was Julian who came up to my wife and said hi, and uh, they were kind of hanging out inside. And I did go up and say hello at one point because uh, their mom, when I was in the hospital and my wife was doing daily Facebook updates, would always kind of send her prayers. So I just, I, and, they, and they asked me how I was doing. I knew, you know. Well, you're and, a considerate I, human being. Well, yeah, and, and they were very considerate, too. They're both, it was all very congenial. And I said, hey, I want to pass on to your mom. Thanks for the well wishes when I was in the hospital. And they were like, we've been following you on Facebook. How you doing? You doing all right? I said, yeah, I got a little... Pound, I put on a few pounds I got to lose, but beyond that, it seems to be okay. So it was very nice. This was not a political moment. These were a bunch of old friends just hanging out at Deco, having, and it was actually a very, we all had a great time. Awesome. <laughs> it, was, it was actually a really cool, fun time at Deco. This was the class of 1992 out of Jefferson High. Uh, my wife, and, and actually most of my, the folks who, became started off as friends of my wife and people who I now consider family I've known for almost a dozen years so you know I hadn't seen some of these folks myself in a few years since before COVID so it was a really good time Jacob uh, Venezuela over there at Deco did a really nice job of setting this thing up for us I guess he was the class president and uh, yeah both both Joaquin and Julian were there but it was it was it was not political it was not the time for it and, and it was a very very nice time we all had a great time so that's that. Uh, I'm going to be uh, getting out of here. And uh, 
Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins obviously will pick it up from here and probably have some info on some of the national stories. Again, I'm a little concerned about some of the tabulator issues we're seeing on, on the north and northwest side. Uh, issues that we're also getting rumblings maybe going on in other states. And uh, that, to me, is kind of a red flag. So we'll keep an eyeball on that. Plus, Jack Riccardi, the best there is going into the night with election coverage after a show at 7. Thank you, James. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, Don Morgan, and my good brother Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Get out there and vote. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.